What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And here to defend the honor <laughs> of a giant smoking dog tournament no. game. That's not fair. We've been teasing it. She's back from her Disney World excursion. Yes. It is Carrie. It's me. So we're we've been we've been talking about this for two weeks. We're yeah. talking about it again this week for mm-hmm. because this is the game that can't stop uh shooting Being in the, the news. nuts. Right. Yeah. But Carrie, you mm-hmm. are enjoying Fallout 76 for some reason. I, I am enjoying Fallout 76. Um, but that's because I went into it knowing what the game was going to be. You know, I I knew it wasn't going to play like a single player Fallout. I knew it was going to be buggy as shit. I'm about to say you could have stopped that. You knew it wasn't going to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I I feel like I've I've had an overall like really good experience with the game. Obviously, I'm not going to begrudge people who did not have good experiences with the game upon launch. And there's a lot of complaints about the game that I think are super fucking valid because holy shit, the game is super fucking broken. But you know what? I don't really do multiplayer because usually people are assholes. But Bethesda has created a world where the upside to being an asshole really isn't there. Um, So instead, mostly people are nice and mostly people are just trying to work together to... uh, fend off weird cryptids in West Virginia. And boy, there are a lot of those, um, West Virginia. And, um, that's, that's not a result of the nuclear apocalypse, by the way. Right. No, that's just how West Virginia Virginia is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a game that I get to play with like my husband and our friends and I have a good like core group of people to roll around with. And I feel like that for me makes all the difference, um, is just having, a, a good group of people to just sort of experience the game with. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, I've had a good time. I don't really know what else to say. Uh, the game needs a lot of work. Um, I'm not going to say that it's um, stable. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that uh, I don't think you can really objectively look at the state that Fallout 76 is in right now and be like this is okay um, it it needs a lot of work but they're taking steps necessary to do what they can in order to improve the experience uh, the first patch first big patch came out last week that did a lot of things that fixed a lot of stuff. They increased the stash size among other things. They're doing another huge patch um, right now when this episode is coming out. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's only up from here, right? So one, well, one assumes. I mean, do you do you feel do you feel like they should have released it in this state, or do you feel like they should have waited? I don't really know. Uh, I don't. I I think there are arguments for both both sides of that coin. Um, I think Bethesda is a company that um, really likes sticking to their uh, their release date announcements. Um, they kept this thing under wraps for a long ass time, and they only announced it this year. And they said it's coming out on this date, and they released it on that date. Um, 
I I don't know that the game would have necessarily been significantly better if they had waited three months or or so. Um, maybe they should have done a more extended beta. Maybe they should have started the beta in September rather than in October and had a longer time to get the user feedback so that they could make the changes that people wanted them to make. Beyond that, I don't really know what more they could have done here. It's funny because they're it's they're not the right model for it. I feel like Bethesda is a company that would benefit greatly from the early access. Oh yeah, uh, model that is now prevalent in the game industry. They never will do it. No, because that's just not their not their style. Um, but you can't keep releasing games in this state. I mean, I think, it, I, and I think, I think this game is people finally starting to kind of get wise to that. I mean, I I think there's that. Um, I just I I feel like I I'm trying to look at this like they're they're dipping their toe into multiplayer for the first time and obviously there's going to be a lot of growing pains with that. So again, despite all that, uh I really like the setting. I really like the uh environmental storytelling that's present in this game cuz a big complaint from a lot of hardcore Fallout fans is the fact that there aren't any other human non-player characters. All of the non-player characters are like robots or super mutants or something like that. But the it's it's really like a masterclass in environmental storytelling and sort of showing you what happens before you walked into that building or something like that, just by certain things placed in certain spots and whatnot. Um, and I, I find that very appealing just myself. Uh, I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, though, so... I'm uh, I'm very glad that you're sitting down because I wouldn't want you to collapse from vertigo from all that spinning that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I I think you know people's issues with the games are are it's super valid. Um, but I've always been the first person to say like it's okay to like trash. <laughs> like maybe this is the trash that I've chosen to like, and that's okay. But I just I, I like the setting. I like the little quests that you get to go on. Um I just I enjoy it a lot. I like the fact that they leaned real hard into the folklore of West Virginia too. Um, but that's just again, that's that's me personally just already liking that sort of thing. So they press the right buttons for me, I guess is what is what I'm saying here. Is there a Bethesda uh, or a Fallout, you know, a Fallout title? Like, is there something that can happen that will make you question your love for Bethesda? <laughs> I'm sure there is. Um, like, what, like, what would be the the what would be the straw to break the camel's back? I think if because if this ain't it, I don't know what. <laughs> if if Elder Scrolls Six comes out and is just like carries all this same bullshit sort of problems, I think at that point I'd be I'd be pretty upset about stuff. Um, I mean, of course, here's the other thing about Fallout seventy six um, that I should probably mention is I ended up not paying any money for it. Oh. So basically thanks to uh this whole thing where I ordered what I considered what was what I was told was a physical copy of the game from Amazon and then I got it in the mail and it was a piece of paper with a code on it and I basically got on customer support and I was like hey this is bullshit why did why did you guys charge me shipping to mail me something that probably should have just been emailed to me and they were like you're right 
the listing page wasn't clear. Here's all of your money back. So as far as I'm concerned, I've 100% gotten my money's worth out of Fallout 76 here. <laughs> so Amazon falsely advertised something for Fallout 76. Ironic, I'd say. <laughs> Interesting how that works. Yes. I mean, I, I think the whole fiasco with the bag. Oh, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about that. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get to that. I think, you know, Bethesda has had some severe missteps with the marketing of this game. But as far as the actual product is concerned, I'm I'm okay with where it's at right now. Uh, we'll but see. I, but I do believe that things could probably be improved quite a we'll, bit. We'll see, because from an anecdotal standpoint, I can tell you that I've, n- I, I've not seen a boondoggle of this scale yeah. in a long, long time uh, with some stuff behind the scenes. That I can't talk about, but Ooh. but uh, I'll I can tell you off air, Carrie. Okay. Mike Mike already knows what I'm yeah, talking I about, so. and it is ridiculous. <laughs> so. Don't worry, Carrie. There's a story later of a uh, video game series that I am a fan of that is doing something uh, just as fucking dumb, <laughs> and then you can unload on them. That's yes. fine. So, uh, but let's let's talk about something that is bringing great joy to all of our lives, mm-hmm. uh, and that is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which all three of us are playing right now. Um. I, I'm enjoying this game quite a bit. I'm trying to take it more seriously than I've taken other Smash Brothers games. Like I'm trying to actually play it like a like a real fighting game to see what all the buzz is about and if it's if it's able to be a competitive fighting game. Um, it's not. It just isn't. Like, like I'm sorry. It just it just it just isn't. like like no matter what happens, no matter. I mean, how you're right. Like, or not good. I can get. I like. I. It's cool that these kids can do their, you know, fucking. You know, shield cancels or wave dashes or this, that, or the other. Like, that's neat. <laughs> but it's going to be a massive game for the rest of us. Yeah. The way it is. It's just chaos. Like, and I prefer it to be just chaos than to try and take it seriously as a fighting game. Personally. So, so, here, so here's the things that I, that I really like about it. I really like having the, incorporating the final smash meters um, instead of the final smash orbs. Like I know you can still do the orbs, but I think the meter is a much more elegant way um, to solve that problem. Again, it makes it more like a regular fighting game. Um, I do enjoy like being able to do, and then a lot of the shit might have been on the Wii U version. If that's the case, great. That system doesn't exist in my eyes. So, um, like the ability to save like custom rule sets and stuff like that that you can easily reference is very handy. I love that. I like the shop feature. The fact that they're pretty generous with the amount of like in-game currency that you get to buy. The rest of the soundtracks that probably should have just been included in the game, but then they gave you a 650 of Marty. So who can you know? Right. You can't, you can't be too upset about that. Um, and I and I like having stuff to do uh, in terms of unlocking the characters, which also bleeds into my dislikes a little bit. Uh, but what, what what are you guys really enjoying about Smash Brothers so far? Um, it's it's fun. I can't remember the last one I played, but um, probably Brawl, right? Yeah, like uh, like a ton of these characters are new to me. Like I know Bayonetta's been out, but nope, new to me. I know Cloud has been out for a while, new to me, and I I really like Cloud. I really like him. I really like Ryu. I I I like um, I like everything about the game so far. Like it's it hits me in the feels. Um, <laughs> you know, from all the because uh, I'm old, I remember all this shit. Right. I mean. I remember the good, the good nostalgia. Yeah, man. Like I remember Rob. I remember having a Rob robot. You know what I mean? Like 
it's it's very fun, but um, I, you know, I I I I think it's a I think it's a great game. I think it's a great game. Um, but I, I got a couple minor nitpicks. Um, you know, I don't mind unlocking characters because it means I have to play the game, which is fine for me. Um, I don't like unlocking them through uh, the story mode. And I know there are other ways you can do it, but when I first got into it, I started playing the story mode, and I'm like, yo, this this, this story mode kind of sucks, man. Like, it's just wandering around, fighting fighting uh, different enemies with the most ungodly, like, uh, qualifiers to their matches, right? Like, the See, floor, I like spirits mode. Nah, the floor is lava, and you can't jump, but the enemy can jump, and you're weak, but they're strong, and then there's a gust of wind, and then they have hammers, and you don't, and there's and it's seven of them against you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, uh, so the, the AI, and look, I suck. I suck at this game, right? Like, I do, but uh, you know, some of the some of the the qualifying match. Some of the qualifiers in those matches are kind of, kind of annoying. But you know, for the most part, like it's fun, man. Like, and I, it's addictive. Like, I can't, like, I, ha- I'm not tired of it yet. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've been playing it uh, as much as I, as much as I can, and I'm, I'm having fun. I even went online because I bought that Nintendo online service, and and I went online and got uh, Molly whopped by a few people um yeah who are just doing like you know they're doing all that shield canceling wave dash and you know bullshit like fuck that i I just want to have fun and i'm having fun yeah so i i really actually like the spirits mode a lot um i think the conditions that they set during the battle um to sort of emulate again the spirit of the character involved um, i think a lot of them are very cleverly done um i've been having a real fun time hunting down all the golden sun spirits because there's like six of them uh (laughs) and i need all of them um i got jenna who's uh one of the fire-based characters and the way that they like emulated her was they had Zelda in like Jenna's sort of color scheme and they only had Zelda using like the fire-based magic, but also the Isaac assist trophy was there just being a pain in the ass the entire time. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, I enjoyed that. Um, some of them I think are super fucking rude, like Paz from, um, Metal Gear. Metal Gear starts with like a bomb. Like, wow, <laughs> really? This is this is what we're doing? Okay, cool. Sounds good. Um, the one from uh, of Flint from Mother Three is also extremely fucking rude. Um, but I I think it's like it's well done, and the way that they like change the conditions of the match and whatnot to sort of like emulate the the spirit, the essence of the characters. I think um, it's a clever way to like get attention on other, you know, secondary and tertiary Nintendo properties and other third party partners and whatnot that didn't make it into the game as like a full playable character. So I like that a lot. Um, God, all the characters are fun. Like I've been, I've been clear in house with Kirby, man. Like Kirby feels so good in this game. Uh, Daisy's a lot of fun to play. I unlocked Incineroar last night. He's slow as shit, but I like him a lot. So, <laughs> I like his stage. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I actually kind of like Kirby too. Like he's the one I'm rolling through in spirits 
Uh, I've unlocked a couple people, but you know, no surprise. Kirby's creator created this game and created Kirby to be awesome. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, man, I'm just having fun. I'm having fun. And, um, is there a way, I don't think there is, is there a way that I can play with the D pad? I don't think so. Okay. I think I know that you can go into like controller options and basically like remap the controller. So you may actually be able to do that. All right. I mean, I'm just turn, just turn, just turn off analog jumping. That's, that's, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. And it's, it's the, it's the best. Um, yeah, spirits mode. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It, it, it just seems like it's a lot of busy work. <laughs> yeah it seems like it's a lot of busy work and it is that i'm not going to disagree with that but like i like it sort of in spite of that and uh it's a i don't and, and like so the characters i don't mind going through and unlocking characters i do mind only starting like with eight and having all these cool characters that you just have to kind of randomly grind through and like i said i'm using the exploit which is not fun in in its own way you know what I mean? Because it's kind of just, you know, it's more busy work to get the what, characters unlocked, basically. What is the exploit? So the exploit, so the way the game works, that it provides you with a new challenger for every 10 minutes of in-match time you spend. So this isn't just time navigating menus, it's time you actually spend in a fight. But there's a glitch that you can do. No, it's not even a glitch, it's just how the game is set up. That, like, so, like, you, you do a fight, challenge, you know, new challenger enters, you, you beat him, that's it. And then what you do is you actually go back to the Switch home menu and close the game and reopen it. And then, you know, go back into the game and start a new match. And you can just set like a one stock match and turn your opponent's health, you know, or damage up to 300% and just end it in two seconds. And then you'll get another challenger immediately. Because basically, it's it's brute forcing the game. Right. Because basically, the game wants to reward you every time you log into the game. Right. So that's, that's the way that I've, you know, sped up the process a little bit because it's a huge time saver obviously because you know if you're only getting a character every 10 minutes that's going to add up over time with 60 you know 66 characters that you have to unlock yeah I'll, I'll, I'll just wait I'm playing classic mode just to unlock them and I figure if I beat a classic mode with everyone I'll eventually unlock everyone I'll just yeah I mean you can unlock everyone by playing through the classic mode of the original eight characters that you get and then there's like four that show up randomly. But at that point, you've obviously logged 40 minutes worth of time. So you'll get them. So yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah. And um, so that my, my only fear of this game is that it's not going to keep my attention on a single player scale once all the characters are unlocked. And maybe once if I even bother finishing spirits mode, because I don't really know what the what the real benefit of that is outside of getting the challenge knocked out. Um. And that's my only fear. My only fear is that after after you know all the characters are there, there's not going to be a lot to hold me. Now online is doing okay. I, I also played a couple matches online and was better than I thought I would be. Um, so maybe that'll do it. Because like I said, the four player smash is the best, you know, most fun way to play. Um, but yeah, that's that's my only concerns about it, is that it's just not keep me. And also, where's the goddamn uh, home run derby for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> I miss that shit. How come they took it out? Um, there's one thing, one more thing about this thing that just kind of, I mean, maybe people like it. I don't know if they do or not, but some of these stages are just too goddamn big, man. Like I can't, I can't see my character, especially if I'm playing on the train or something like that. 
And I get one of these stages that just that just starts off zoomed all the way out. Like I can barely see my little name tag, let alone my character. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being old. I need glasses or some shit. No, I mean, there are some stages that are that are huge, but like they're huge for the sake of having the option of having some huge ass stages, because then you've got stages that are super fucking tiny. Yeah. Um, I uh, speaking of stages, uh, there's like 103 of them and all of them were available from the start. And I love the fact that they brought back some stages that we haven't seen since the N64 days like Saffron City. I fucking love the Saffron City stage. I loved it when I was a kid and I love it even more now because they kept everything looking exactly like it did. And on the N64 with those big ass blocky pixel Pokemon coming out of that garage. (laughs) I love that shit, man. Let's also talk about uh, the part of the game that I've spent way too much time doing, and that is listening to all of the fucking remixes that are on yeah. the soundtrack. Insane. It's a lot. It's a lot of music. Uh, my favorite like, new remix is uh, Gangplank Galleon, which is King K. Rule's theme. I mean, They any, put a rap under it. What the any, fuck? Any song from Donkey Kong Country series is going yeah, to be awesome, so... Yeah. So yeah. Uh, speaking of K. Rule, uh, K. Rule plays super fucking fun. I was like, oh, haha! They put King K. Rule in the game. What if he sucks? No, he's fun. Everyone's fun to play. What the fuck, <laughs> Sakurai? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mike, how I, much like, time have you spent picked... in the soundtrack machine? Cool. Um, I really wish that I could listen to it without having to have my Switch with me. But I love all the music. All the music is wonderful, and um. Yeah, I just this game this game just feels good, man. Like you just smile when you play it. You know what I mean? Like like nitpicks aside, uh I'm having a blast with it. And yeah, I guess that is that is the big um worry, I guess, for me also, is that once I unlock everyone, like I kinda have the the two, three, four characters that I kind of really like to play. So you know, I have to I have to slog through a couple, um, but once I unlock everyone, then it's like, am I going to come back to it? Like, I got to try and convince my wife that uh, she might be good at it, <laughs> and she might be. I don't know. I suck, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It just feels good. All hearing all those uh, hearing all those remixes of of a bunch of old video games, like like it gets me, man. Like I said, it's 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 tempting to to pick Castlevania every single time. So <laughs> yeah, that Vampire Killer remix is just like oh, it's, it's so. Not even, it's not even the best one. I, I'm that's my favorite. Like Vampire Killer is my favorite Castlevania track. Um, so, like I said, Castlevania Three, one of the most highly underrated soundtracks in video game history. People that's fair. On that one too much. So, but yeah, speaking of. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Speaking of, uh, if we're done with Smash Brothers, speaking of things that make you feel good, I also picked up Katamari Reroll on the Switch. Like I said, I can't believe you bought it considering that Smash game. It's out. a I short game. Yeah. Like, the, the original Katamari is pretty short. Um, this There's is one of my favorite. $40 for this, th- aren't they? 30 bucks. 30 mm. Which I still think is $10 too much. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, game looks great, plays great. Um, super fun, man. I love playing like Katamari, just chilling and like watching a hockey game and just 
playing Katamari. It's uh, Katamari has always been like a very Zen experience just to sort of roll aimlessly with good music and fun colors and screaming children as you roll them up into a ball so that you can blow them up to make a star because your drunk father knocked them all out of the sky during a rager. Um, <laughs> that game is so ridiculous. Yo, Katamari is like... <laughs> Katamari, someone described it as a, a game made by the nicest person on earth where you roll up lots of fun things so that you can make a star and then your daddy size shames you about it and then you do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you if you never played the original Katamari, like it's available on Windows too. It's worth playing. I like it a lot. I was never able to wrap my head, my head around the control layout for that game because for some reason spinning the ball with the right analog stick yeah, doesn't, you gotta, doesn't make sense you gotta, in my head it's weird but it's a lot of fun all right well that's what is new from us this week as far as the new games we've been playing a uh, little bit of housekeeping don't forget to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels subscribe to the podcast and also uh hit the ring the Wow. Ring the bell icon. That way you never miss when we post a new episode. Uh, we also do Let's Plays, played some Black Armory last week for like four hours, um, stuff like that. So again, youtube.com slash densepixels. Make sure you also subscribe to the premium side of the TNP Studios Network. You can do that at densepixels.com slash premium, just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year to get access to our premium uh, slate of shows, which includes the Area Grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, and the weekly Look Forward Political Podcast. And of course, no matter what podcast you use, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever, make sure you subscribe to this show as well as all of the other shows in the TNP Studios Network, which include the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, and Coming Distractions. All right, so new releases this week. Uh, it is a lean week, as one would expect, because we are past the holidays, smashes out. Uh, there's not much else coming out the rest of the year. Uh, there's, of course, the useless and needless Borderlands 2 VR that is coming out on PlayStation 4. Just when you think they couldn't squeeze any more blood out of that stone. Here they are. Here's Borderlands 2 VR. Six years later, here to give you the VR experience instead of Borderlands 3 that we all crave. Right. This is for the six people who are both huge Borderlands fans and also happen to own a PSVR. And look, I would totally be down to check this out if I still had my PlayStation VR. Not for sixty fucking dollars. Holy shit, sixty bucks! <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're charging. No, I mean, I could be wrong. You. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're just charging the amount that a game would cost for this, just like Skyrim did when they came out with Skyrim VR. <laughs> so, like I said, if you have a VR and you're like, man, I'd like to wipe the dust off of this thing and play a really great game then get Borderlands 2 VR. It sounds like a plan. Uh, Earth Defense Force 5 also released this week on PS4. I had no idea they were still making these games. Um, and apparently they're digital only now because it's not getting a retail release. So that's something that's happening. Uh, Gungrave VR, for all you anime fans out there that have been dying for a Gungrave game in VR, it's coming to PS4. Uh, Kingmaker, Rise to the Throne on PS4 and Xbox One, and the Typhon Hunter mode for Prey is releasing, of course, for free if you own Prey. Uh, when they showed that off at E3, I thought it looked pretty fun. There's, like, Prey has a very small but very dedicated fan base that is uh, kind of just getting everything they can out of that game uh, before 
I before before I don't even know what they just keep playing Prey, and so they keep making content for Prey. I ain't mad about it. It's cool. I mean, like I said, it's it's one of those games I wouldn't have expected to continue to get new stuff, but uh, it is. Um, two release date new game announcements. Uh, Activision is selling a zombies less version of Call of Duty Black Ops Four on PC for twenty nine ninety nine. So if you don't need zombies and you just want to play multiplayer and blackout, then you can get Call of Duty for thirty bucks. Perhaps a preview of distribution model for them, at least on PC. Yep. And finally, Monster Hunter World is getting a crossover event with Geralt from The Witcher 3 uh, that won't just have Geralt costume, but he'll actually be there to give you Witcher-themed quests inside of Monster Hunter. Geralt's here sticking his dick in every other franchise. He is. He absolutely is. <laughs> Witcher fever. And uh, there's a new expansion for Monster Hunter World coming next year called Iceborne as well. So... That is it for new game announcements. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, you may have noticed that Terrence is back. Yeah, I did. I'm back. I'm back, yeah. Oh, wow, don't sound so fucking excited, Terrence. <laughs> I'm not an excited person. Well, I'm not excited for anything, but I'm back. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm excited. What a, what a weird thing to be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weird guy. That's fair. <laughs> um... Oh, so I do headlines, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you do. It's it's, it's, it's already time. Right. I mean, you've been you've been playing anything different? I, b- I bought the fuck is that game called? Hollow Knight. That okay. game's difficult. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Like I'm playing like 30 minute bursts now because I don't want to break something. <laughs> I was very difficult. Like it's really fucking hard. Like it, it's it's a Metroidvania game where you, where, you, <laughs> where you kind of walk around the world and you don't necessarily know it's like metroidvania slash um roguelike demon souls no it's not even roguelike it's like okay. demon souls. um because you collect money or you collect whatever the hell they call it but when you die you lose it and you got to go back and pick it back up um the world is really big this story is very not there like you just you just learn everything through bits and pieces as you go through the levels as you go through the world. Um, the game doesn't tell you anything. You just kind of just explore and and find everything as you go through the game. Um, so I've been stuck on this one section. I don't know where to go for like a week. <laughs> it's really pissing me off because I have no clue what the hell I'm doing right now. Um, so I think that's the only new. I downloaded the free games. I played Soma. That game is boring. <laughs> and um on rush they they tout it as a racing um overwatch type game like a, a racing moba what yeah <laughs> that's what that game is um so i was playing it earlier <clears throat> and each car has different um uh different attributes uh, uh some cars you got to drive next to your teammates to get rush or whatever the fuck they call it and they have their own um Supers or whatever, whatever. It's a team-based racing game, and there there are different modes. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just racing. Like, there's really no, there's no difference between like the mode that I was in. You had to catch a a, a um a what do you what would you call it? Uh, like it's not capture the flag, but capture the point. There's a point that's just racing. That's like kind of on the map that you got to get to, but it's moving, and you have to have the most amount of cars in it for you to capture it. Um, and on top of that, you have people crashing into you trying. It's it's convoluted, and you just really never know exactly what the hell is going on. Well, I didn't because I only played it for thirty minutes, but I kept being 
people kept crashing into me and I got tired of it and turned it off. So that's uh, on rush. I mean, I don't know how much strategy there is. All the cars do damn near the same fucking thing. Um, so that's another game that may be fun if you put enough time into it. <laughs> so I think that's about it. That's all I've been playing. Dude. Fun question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't here. Um, can you do like a slight overview as to why you like a terrible game carrier? Oh boy. <laughs> Cause I don't get it. Uh, I, I have not seen actually, good, Ter- a, I will sum board. it up. No, actually, I no, hold on, hold on. Before, before, before I continue, I was at, um, Jay had a, at, uh, at Thanksgiving and I was speaking with your husband and he was trying to convince me that it was good. Uh, he didn't, but he enjoyed it. Yeah, look, I'm not going to convince you that it was good. I'm just going to let you know that sometimes people like trash, and yeah, if this is my trash, then that's where I'm at in my life. That movie's not very good, but I love it. And I actually like the Earth Defense Force games. They're terrible as well, but, you know. See, everybody likes trash. If this is my (laughs) trash, then so fucking be it. But the thing is, like, it's broken. Yeah. (sighs) But I'm having fun. Her justification is very similar to our justification when No Man's Sky first released, and that is basically we knew what we were getting, so our expect so our expectations were properly set. She no. knew she was going to get a broken game. I didn't know I was going to get a broken game when No Man's Sky came out. No, I got it day no one. It was broken. I'm just saying that we knew the type of game that we were going to be getting. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, I'm just saying Carrie knew she was getting a broken game because it's Bethesda. You have to <laughs> it's not going to work properly. But I didn't realize it, but like there's levels, you know. There's oh yeah, levels to broken. I mean, I I, just as I as I said before you got here, I think that there's a lot of work to be done. But in spite of that, I am having a very good time. So, okay. I mean, I look, it is what it is. Everybody anyway. likes trash. <laughs> oh, every to... everybody likes trash is gonna is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that that has that kind of has to be. <laughs> um, on to the. Top story or headlines. Epic Games launched a store and is taking a lesser cut than Steam. So Wait, now we know why Epic Steam Games decided to uh, adjust their <laughs> adjust yeah. their payout rates last yeah, week. Yeah, no kidding. So Epic Games announced that it will soon launch its own digital storefront with the first wave rolling out on Mac and Windows before rolling to Android and other platforms later in 2019. Um, says there will be a hand-curated set of games, which is a far cry from Steam because <laughs> Steam will just throw whatever the fuck you... Yeah, yeah. They went on there. Uh, uh, when the store first opens in the coming weeks, and that and that catalog will expand throughout the year, buyers will be able to access it either. So I'm assuming like they're going to have a whole bunch of games using their engine engine to begin with. Like, has it's not even their engine necessarily because there's later in the story, it talks about the revenue split, and apparently if you if you um so so they're giving developers eighty eight percent, which mm. compares against Steam's. Seventy uh, percent that they give out for regular games until you until you're more successful. Um, but they said it's going to be a flat eighty eight percent. Epic's going to get twelve percent, and if you're using Unreal Engine, Epic will cover the five percent engine royalty sales out of their twelve percent. So, like, if you're using yeah. Unreal, you're basically going to get Unreal for free, essentially, mm-hmm. if you're posting it on their store. So has Fortnite been so good to them like would they have been able to do this without fortnite no being like a fucking monster absolutely that's insane and and it is and it is for the (sighs) the success of fortnite has brought us a legit the the first legitimate contender to steam's monopoly basically 
Uh, long live Fortnite, as far as I'm concerned, because it is, <laughs> it is, I mean, here's the thing, it's, it's about damn time that, like, we have a legitimate competitor to Steam, as far as the PC market is concerned. Valve has had the market cornered for how fucking long now? Um, and, like, the, the idea that we would finally have a, another competitor, um, doing roughly the same thing, but maybe being a little more generous to the developers... Um, I think may finally force Valve and and force Steam into um, being more more competitive as far as the market is concerned. Competition is always good for the consumer, as far as this shit is concerned. So, yeah. Listen, I just, I just, I can't. I just think it's wild that uh, twenty eighteen. What's what that has been for Epic Games? Honestly, like, like I, I, and I would not have seen it. Ending in this, in retrospect, we probably should have, because when you're a PC company and you have more money than God, you can either sit on it or you can, you know, be smart and invest it mm-hmm. in the way that they're investing it. Um, but yeah, that's wild. And like I said, if, if they are probably the only company legitimately right now in this, at least in in the U.S. and the West, that could legitimately have a chance to compete on that battlefield with Steam. So I'm all about it. Fucking game that you don't. <laughs> have to pay for it's it's a game you don't have to pay for people have paid enough that they can create their own fucking that's insane to me wow they've cornered the fucking 12 year old (laughs) with access to their parents credit card market Mm. Mm. if my cousin and his uh sons who got super fucking grounded are to be believed (laughs) yo Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. Like, <laughs> like I, I wouldn't even, I would never even think of grabbing my parents' credit card and using it without their permission. Oh no, my cousin was a fucking idiot and uh, already had his card linked to that account, and they just he didn't put parental controls on it, so they just like it's like yeah, sorry, 150 that, sorry, bucks. Let me that. I wouldn't even think about using that, even well, if yeah. it was because my no, he, yeah, they white. Yeah, <laughs> Are you that way? Look at me. You think I'm related to black people? No. Nope. Oh, you said cousin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Never mind. Continue. Um, yeah, nah, nah. I'd get like punched through a wall or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like she says cousin, it's not like black people cousin, where it's like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you my no, cousin. Like, we cousin? have like, the no. same grandmother cousin. Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah nah. nah, I couldn't like that. that I, I can't even fathom that level of like just using my parents' shit without permission. No. I don't care where it's at. In the cloud, sitting on a table. Nah, I'm good. Um, next up, Bethesda support sites. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leaks, uh, leaks put info of Fallout 76 so customers trying to get their canvas bags. Wow. What the fuck are they doing? That's that's um, that's my only question. Fuck it up. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. this, this this canvas bag has been the bane of their existence for the past three weeks. Yo, it's a bag. You know, that, first of all, like I listened to last week's episode, and like, how do you run out of canvas, my nigga? <laughs> like, I don't get. I, I mean, I know canvas is probably more expensive than nylon, but you can't run out of it, and you make quite a bit of money off of your terrible games, off of your broken games. I'm not gonna say terrible. This one is terrible. The rest of them are broken. But um, I don't get it. Yeah, what this has doing? been an are, absolute are they fiasco. To fuck up? Are they trying to become like Microsoft right now? Fucking up. Just in the last month, this they have not had a good month. 
I don't know who is in Bethesda's marketing department who has committed fuck up after fuck up as far as Fallout 76 is concerned. Because much as I want to say, like, oh, Todd, get your shit together. Like, this isn't Todd's fault. Like, this is someone else's fault. This is fucking Diane and marketing's fault. Like, You know what, Carrie? The fish rots from the head. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you saw Carrie sipping something out of there. It was Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know what? No, like this is this is this is not something that I would consider to be defensible. Like the whole shit with the bags being like fucking shitty nylon instead of actual breakers, canvas. Basically. Yeah, is that's shitty. Like if they were going to change it, they should have fucking come out and said, "Hey, we we have a manufacturing issue, so we're changing it to this." You know, adjust your pre-orders accordingly or whatever. It wouldn't have been that fucking hard to do. But two, like, goddamn, what the fuck are you doing with with leaking customer information through an unsecure website? Like, oh, <laughs> oh buddy, <laughs> that's not good. That's extremely the opposite of good. I just, I it just, it's it's mind-boggling how how much of a calamity this has been. This is a goddamn shame. I just can't. They're going to get sued over this, and they will 100% deserve it. I'm surprised. Like I said, if they if if they they weren't offering to replace the bags, they would have gotten sued for false advertisement. Now they're doing the bags, but the the, not the trade-off there is that you know your info will just be leaked out to everybody who's also getting bag requests. I just I don't know how you fuck it up this badly. Um, I really don't. It's not good. And I'm not going to defend it. I'm going to keep enjoying the game that I didn't pay <laughs> money for, but I'm not going to defend this. <laughs> good lord. They've been using the same engine for like 15 years, haven't they? <laughs> People harp on that real hard, and I forget who it was, but someone sort of like actually broke down like what it actually means for them to like use the same game engine or whatever, mm-hmm. and like it's... It's not really what people have sort of framed it as. So I need people to cool it on the whole. I mean, like, like, but this is using the same engine that they used on Morrowind or whatever. And it's like maybe they use the same like <laughs> basic skeleton of an engine or something like that. But yeah, I, I, I and I think I did see a, a YouTube video about the guy. He, he's, he was a game developer and he was like, this is what this actually means. Right. But here's the thing. They've been using that same engine and they've been using the same assets per se. But like they haven't done what like modders did, have done to make the games ten times better than they already are when they came out. So why don't they just? I mean, because those modders are using basically using the same engine, engine right, <laughs> to make their games better than the developers. What the fuck is happening with them? I don't, I don't I have don't an explanation it. for that. But I think the whole this this outrage as far as like oh well you know Fallout seventy six is running on the same engine as Morrowind did. It's just like okay, but like actually understand what that actually means like it's it's not quite this cut and dry issue that people want to frame it as but anyway speaking of fuck ups uh <laughs> howdy street fighter they need to hire you for their fucking community, community manager 
fucking Pete Hines can learn can learn a thing or two from Carrie over here. <laughs> Yo, Pete, give me a job. Oh like, yeah, this is I'm just fucking fucking up. You. fucking up. Have you heard? <laughs> I'll show you the news. So yeah, no, Todd, five. call me. All right. <laughs> is getting um in-game ads. Yeah, this shit, this shit is un- fucking inconceivable. This is this, ridiculous. Yeah. This is <laughs> like this isn't me just making a joke. This is Capcom actually fucking up super hard. Well, like, like, like I said, the joke the joke that I made is that Bethesda was getting so much negative PR. Capcom's like, guys, we have to do something. Like, we're <laughs> our stature as one of the as one of the dumbest and fucking greediest game companies <laughs> in the world. What can we do? Capcom's body's talking about Bethesda. What can we do? Well, yeah. put advertisement. In your game, like it's not even that it's not even that the ads are in the background, like the Ring of Destiny had the Capcom Pro on. on. They're on the character, yo. They're on the character. So these like UFC clothing, like what the fuck? Yes, yes, a bunch of fucking Brock Lesnar. Yo, are you serious? Mm -hmm. Hold on, look at the picture, yo. Look at the picture. It says there are three different types of ads. There's costumes ad style, which is every character will have an a quote ad style costume as if it's a style and not bullshit where the sponsored content will appear somewhere on their clothing or model. There will be loading ads. So ads on loading screens and then stage ads. So some tournament stages will feature a sponsor. This is the, sorry, the image, the image that's shown here, like a fucking Ryu with Capcom pro tour ads on his gloves and Alex with it on his gloves and his fucking belt buckle, And there's a logo at the bottom of the stage and on screens that like, this is what somebody would make if they were trying to make fun of somebody <laughs> advertising. In a video. And like, the thing is, it doesn't even look good. It literally looks like they slapped a couple JPEGs on the character. It's models. because they like, did. That's exactly <laughs> what they fucking did. <laughs> This is you know, insane this is, to me, Michael. What were you about to say? I'm sorry for cutting you. I um, I I, I one um, this is an insult to the uh, artists of uh, <laughs> the, the art designers of these of these characters, right? Like that's that's first and foremost. Like Ryu is not a sellout, all right. Balrog maybe, but Ryu is not a sellout, right? He's not gonna have these Capcom Pro Tour things on his on his fighting gloves. Two loading ad advertisements. Nah, bruh. I don't want that shit either. I will stare at a black screen for twice as long if I didn't have to watch a fucking ad play. And uh, stage ads, come on, yo. Like, all right, I get it, right? The Ring of Destiny had the Procom, the Procom, god damn it, the Capcom Pro Tour <laughs> thing on it. And it kind of made sense. This shit where Bison is in the background looming over you as you ad- as he's advertising the Capcom Pro Tour, it would make me not want to watch it, guys. An evil dictator, uh, the Hitler of this universe, is advertising the Capcom Pro Tour. This is this is terrible. Yeah, this and, is just, like a- and I can't, I can't like, like I love Street Fighter, yo. But what are you doing? Looks now, like state sponsored media. It is worth saying that you can disable this. You can. Yeah, you can disable it. But apparently, you get less fight money or some shit well, if you so turn it on. So that, that work? That you get. They're saying that you get bonus fight money 
if you leave it on. Nonsense on. I'm gonna have to see that in the flesh because my my suspicion is is they, that you'll get regular get fight money for having it on <laughs> and then less yes. money for yeah. turning it off. And you don't get a lot of fight money to begin with. Right. Nope. So uh, this is yo. I hope this crash and burns. I this is it, yo. As much as as much as I have have tried to be nice about Street Fighter Five, yo. You- the ten dollar stages, the four dollar costumes, and now this shit. Come on, man. It's fucking. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Capcom stays fucking up. I was right. Yeah, they do stay fucking up, yo. <laughs> <laughs> See, see you, see you in ten years when Street Fighter Six comes out. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, Michael, like there are ways to do this tastefully. Like if you like, like for fuck's sake, like in, in the in the New York City stage, have it on a billboard in the background. Like yeah, at least man. that's natural. Like you don't have to plaster. You don't have to make the fucking characters look like NASCAR drivers. Like Reese is <laughs> not going to have a fucking Pro Tour logo on his gi. Right. He, oh, right. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, looks so wandering homeless I, Japanese man has a goddamn sponsors patch on his gi. Yo, come on! I'm man. training under this waterfall to raise awareness for the Capcom Pro Tour. <laughs> <laughs> and they put them, and they put them like on the characters. They put them on places where you have to watch your opponent. Like you have to look at your opponent's hands mm-hmm. to see what they're doing. So and to to anticipate where shit is going to come from. So like like. I mean, I'll give it to them. They put them in the right places, but and here, and here's the best part. Bullshit. Like, <laughs> part. If, you're, if you're doing this to gain additional revenue, that's fine. You're advertising your own shit. <laughs> like, that's it's really fucking so It's fucking <laughs> Like, that's what, that's what extremely doesn't make any it's sense not, about it. It's not like you've got a fucking cup noodles advertising on really <laughs> fucking hands. You want to the, the 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 weirdest because you're right. The weirdest thing is the people that are playing this game are already going to be watching the Capcom Cup because it's not exactly super popular. It's, it's fighting games are pretty niche. Like you guys and I will be fight. Well, I, I don't watch Capcom. I don't give a fuck. But like we watch this <laughs> shit. The people that play it are going to watch it. Would, where's the revenue coming from? <laughs> right. More people watching the Capcom Cup. That are already why you're not gonna get casual people. Oh shit, he's got Capcom cup shit on his on his uh, on his knuckles. Let me go see what this whole thing is about. No, right. If not, anything, it's going to turn people off to it. Like yeah, the people that are already watching, like yo, I don't need to see this on in my in my game. Yo, come on, son. I don't. You know what? Fuck it. They're gonna There's continue. No to part about this that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, they're not gonna gain anybody new, and that's the whole point of sponsors but and to gain revenue but you're sponsoring your own shit again so i don't see how much more revenue you're going to get from sponsoring your shit when no one else is going to find soldier boy is making a half-hearted swing at continued relevance uh, <laughs> 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 that's funny um i don't understand this ad i, I mean i don't understand this headline soldier boy is selling a, selling a console that's basically an overpriced emulator what was the last thing? He, like the last thing that I've heard about Soldier Boy was he he's like lying about being a thug with the Draco. He is That's apparently still trying to that. Superman that hoe. Um, but is Superman sixty four on this emulator? God, I fucking hope so. <laughs> it's not. It's not an N sixty four emulator. So here's. So this is the this is the Soldier Watch. And I'm over, I'm already done. Storefront like, night. And uh, the hardware is called the Soldier Game hard, hardware. Um, 
So this, no, not. this emulator plays Switch, 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 3DS, Vita, Neo Geo, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, and Game Boy Advance games with 3,000 games built in. There's no list. Wait, the Nintendo Switch? Apparently. Nigga, is he trying to get sued? He's cruising for it. He's clearly cruising for a lawsuit right now. But the the, be- the best part is, is that, so these things are developed by a company called uh, Anbernic, um, which sell- China, aren't they? They are, in- yes. of, course, of course they are. <laughs> um, yes. How did I know? And apparently you can get them through like Alibaba for less than you can get the same emulator for off of the Soldier Boy uh, website. Because he's selling them for, let's see, both, it's a console and handheld. No, there are two different ones. Yeah. So the handheld is the one that allegedly has Switch, 3DS, Vita, Neo Geo, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. And then the the console has access to Soldier Game, which is apparently its own thing that developers are making things for, allegedly. Um, PlayStation, Neo Geo, PC, Sega, Game Boy Advance, and NES, which is, as the article says, not so impressive or enticing for a box that otherwise <laughs> resembles a backwater Xbox One. Yo, this is offensive. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, to, 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 to quote, to quote, to quote, Soldier Boy. He's he's just trying to quote continue my tech company and evolve it in the gaming world. He's just a kid. He's just a kid with a dream. Fuck out of here. Nigga, that nigga's like 35 years old. This nigga's not soldier boy no more. He's 28. He's younger than I am. How old did that nigga come out? When did he how old was he when he came out with it had to be a long time ago, yo. It had to be. That was my freshman year of college. So he would have been like 18. Oh my god. Oh, he's 28. He was born in 1990. Oh, okay. Um, what? <laughs> like this doesn't. Uh, and, and in 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 uh, to, you got Soldier Watch gift cards. I'm looking at his website right now. You get a 10 dollar <laughs> gift card for his website. To, um, to give Allegra Frank a tip of the cap uh, from Polygon. I, I do love when when writers have fun with their stories. Uh, there's a quote in here saying, "We've contacted Soldier Boy's press team for further information about the Soldier Game products, and we'll update once Soldier Boy tells them, and then tells us that we're shut up." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Look, I like I said, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I love seeing someone who takes pleasure in their work. <laughs> so he's got he's got Soldier Pods. Um, they're ten bucks. They're basically AirPods. Um. Ten dollars, so they're trash. Um, he's got the Soldier Phone HT seventy. The hunt is two hundred dollars. He's got the Soldier Pad, which is a just Soldier Pad, an, yeah. Uh, an iPad. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was probably made in China. Um, well, I mean, a Soldier okay. g- all made in China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But, I've like, uh, with- I ventured I ventured down to the comments in the article. And we have a winner. Uh, still sounds better than a PlayStation Classic. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, you've got, it's a, true. got 800 games on it or whatever the fuck you said. Eight, that wasn't the game with it. Was it 800? 800 games on the 3, console, 3,000 on 3,000 on the handheld, okay, 800 on the. Uh, How does the handheld do <laughs> the console does? To be fair, the Game Boy has an extensive library of bullshit. <laughs> mm. 
And he's got the Soldier Watch, which is just an look. Apple if any of our watch. listeners want to buy okay. us the the fucking Soldier game console, uh, we will not review it. Oh. So just an FYI. Uh, if anyone wants to buy the uh, Soldier Watch, Brad will review it on his uh, <laughs> podcast, the Budding Watch Enthusiast. Uh, that is also not true. <laughs> I need to, I need to see this now uh, because I need to see if it's even. Don't buy anything from anyone with a face tattoo. <laughs> that's a that's a fair life lesson. Yeah, thumb, mm-hmm. words to live by. Unless it's like weed, you probably find. Uh, I don't even know about that, yo. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. yo, wow! The soldier watch is literally. He yo, made a, he made a bootleg <laughs> Apple watch. Yes. <laughs> All of these things are bootleg Apple everything. Yo, he stole a bunch of Apple shit, filed off the serial number, and is reselling the shit. Yo, he boosted a bunch of Apple shit, yo. I don't know wow. if I should be impressed that Soldier Boy has his own web store or if it's just like, if it's terrible. He has the Soldier phone. Yeah, HT70, whatever the fuck that is. It's on sale for $199. This dude is just lifting a bunch of shit out of China the soldier, and putting his name on it. The Soldier yeah. Game handheld is just a Game Boy Micro or Mini or whatever the fuck. No, it's a was. Game Boy Micro with two extra buttons. You know what this is? This is literally just the wow. bottom half of a DS Lite. <laughs> <laughs> he broke a bunch of DSs and now it's selling them. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look at it, though. It's literally just the bottom half of a DS Lite that has an emulator put in it. This is amazing. There's not even a description on the website of the product. It just, uh, it just has, like, specs listings, and that's it. The Soldier Watch is on sale for $20. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, seems like a good deal to me, Brad. Uh, I don't know. It might it, it might upload a fucking virus to my phone so that it fucking plays Superman every time I get a fucking... <laughs> Call coming oh, in. Shit, man. Oh my lord. This, right, is, this is terrible. Well, listen. I mean <laughs> Do not buy this. Do not buy anything that Soldier Boy is selling you. Just ever. Period. Unless they're selling it on densepixels.com slash Amazon. That's the only <laughs> okay. that's the only exception is if is if Amazon is selling your soldier related products. <laughs> Uh, make sure you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy any of these monstrosities, uh, big or small, so that we get a very small percentage of the sale. Uh, you help keep our mouths fed. You also help Soldier Boy continue to stay fed as well, because I can't imagine that song's collecting very many royalties anymore at this point. Um, but yeah, densepixels.com slash Amazon when you're buying anything off Amazon, Real big quick, or small. Speaking of monstrosities... Before we go into the Game Awards discussion that we are going to have, can we please talk about the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie poster? Oh Lord, yeah, it didn't it didn't make the fucking docket, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Just no. Why did they give him a human body? Like, why did they put Sonic's head on like a weird naked Usain Bolt body? I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. Like I'm real, I'm really curious to see what an unsilhouetted Sonic the Hedgehog with uh with uh PEDs is going to look with like. separate eyes. Because <laughs> that's yeah. that's the thing that's going to get weird. I think for everyone who's like grown up knowing what Sonic the Hedgehog looks like is the fact that like yeah, it's weird, but he's got that like one big eyeball or 
you know, that's like separated, but like not really. And now he's going to have yeah. two entirely separate eyeballs and it's not going to look okay. And Justin Lin is mm-hmm. attached to this? Mm-hmm. Is he hard up for money? Like I thought he was doing well. I thought I thought I thought those fast movies in Aquaman were making him lots of money. And what's he what's he doing putting his name on this nonsense? Like, and the thing is, is, it's like Jim Carrey is gonna be Eggman. Like the cast that they have ostensibly is good. It's just like, boy, I just I don't know how you fuck up the look of Sonic that badly. Like th- they uncanny valleyed the shit out of it. Yeah, this is a classic case of overthinking, right? Like, oh, well, he runs really fast. He must have really muscular legs because he runs really... <laughs> nah, yo, nah. Give nah. him the noodle legs. Nah. Just let him have noodle legs. It's let okay. Him, let, him, let him look like Grant Gustin. That guy is not thick <laughs> at all, and he's the fastest man alive. And, and nobody complains. Yo, that boy can't run. <laughs> wow. I can only imagine what the rest of them are going to look like now, right? Like... Like, like Knuckles is going to be Knuckles is going to be like this, like, like he should be in a black video. Uh, one of them five <laughs> dudes standing behind Piper Perry <laughs> and, and Tails. I mean, what the fuck? I, I have no idea what Tails is going to look like. Tails is just going to have a big ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he going to have the two tails? He's got to. He has to. His name is Tails. They're not gonna call him Miles Prower. People are gonna should. be like, what the fuck? They should. They should. They're not. But they should. And then Dr. Eggman, I mean, look. Mm. I, I yo, mm. I'm I'm just waiting for the anti-defamation league of uh for uh Jewish folks to to <laughs> rail on this movie. Because <laughs> his name is Dr. Eggman. Oh like I- <laughs> Dr. Eggman. Are they not calling him Robotnik in the film? Um, I think it's. I think they're calling him Robotnik. Okay, that oh, was probably be smart. Robot- yeah, yeah Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, what's Robotnik? Polish? Do Poles get offended <laughs> by that? I don't think so. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Poles. People make fun of them all the time. <laughs> Yo, this is fucking bizarre. Yo, this post is weird. You know? I mean, I I looked at it earlier, but like I'm looking at it now on on a. Do you see? Do you see what the success of Sonic Mania is? Do we have gloves on this world? Yo, this has nothing to do with Sonic Mania, man. <laughs> if anything, is he even wearing gloves. No, don't look like. Him. Nope, he's got weird human hands now. Well, he's 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 in his training outfit, obviously. You know, which is naked his... with shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is. Uh, oh, I can't wait to see what uh, what this what what Sonic looks like with human humanoid Sonic. Oh, this is coming in next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. next I'm, fall, man. Oh. All right, I'm done. I'm done with this. I, All right, I, I need to be. Able to sleep. <laughs> Let's cleanse the palate and talk about the game awards and talk about Jeff Keeley. Um, <laughs> the now, game fuck, awards. Fuck, fuck that. Let's talk about Sonic fucking Fox. There you, you go. Know, you wanna you wanna talk about a Sonic? I I, I stand for that dude one hundred percent. I didn't uh, see his win. Uh, I didn't actually watch the awards. I didn't either, but he gave a very impassioned speech. Um, it was fucking awesome. Um, 
And um, it, it is nice to see uh, a young black guy out there doing his thing. Uh, he is uh, a gay man, if you hadn't known. Uh, he is a, and a furry, which... Yeah, that's, that's, that I mean, bothers look, me to know. The, 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 the line of the night was Sonic Fox saying, I guess I just got to say that I'm gay, black, a furry, pretty much everything a Republican hates, and I'm the best esports player of the whole year. Thanks. Like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck yeah. 100%. I love that, dude. It's uh, Terrence, it's, it's worth seeking it out on YouTube and watching it because it's, it's a guy that's just genuinely happy to be where he is. Like I've seen, I've seen interviews with him. He seems like the only issue I have with that nigga is a furry. That's just weird. Look, I've never met a furry that I didn't like. I don't get it, but like I've literally never met like a furry that wasn't just such a genuinely nice person. Like I've I'm never sure had any. Hmm. It's... I'm sure they're very nice. Like you better be. Like you dress up as a fucking rabbit, nigga. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But like, look, he's a, he seems like a cool dude. He seems super genuine. Like he's just really fucking good at what he does. I wish I was that damn good. He makes a lot of money. I mean, that makes so much money. <laughs> Yo, maybe, really maybe, maybe it's the mascot head. Maybe if you start wearing a mascot head, you'll get good like Sonic Fox. <laughs> what would be like your he, mascot of choice? The full, the full, no. <laughs> that's, that, that's my mascot. No. The, the elusive no animal? <laughs> Not, nah, yeah. That's just, I can't get with that. But I'm going to have to watch that. I'm going to have to find it. <clears throat> Well, his uh, his acceptance speech is in uh, is in the links below. Um, so the game awards were last week, as of this recording, and um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. You guys, uh, before we run down um, the winners and losers for some of the categories, uh, the uh, Carrie and Brad, you guys actually watched it. Yeah, Carrie, uh, what did you think? And then we'll follow up with Brad. So, I mean, I, I got in a little late because I had been doing something else. Uh, I was at the gym. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's a show that's, I think, consistently gotten better. Like, we all rag on Jeff Keighley, but, like, I feel like he's learned from a lot of his mistakes as far as the show is concerned and has done everything he can to make it, you know, the sort of premier gaming event um, that he wants it to be. Um, I've met Jeff Keighley in real life. and. Um, he's a really inoffensive dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's what I would qualify as an untoasted slice of white bread. Like not really what I would necessarily grab out of the, out of the grocery store, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about his existence. Um, I do like this image at the top of the Polygon story that we're using to reference the winners with Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and Reggie fils all on stage together as if that fucking counts for something and showing unity in video gaming right. or something. Hey, guys. Hey, look at three rich people uh, get it profiting off of the thing that you are obsessed with. Right. <laughs> I, my favorite thing about this image, though, is how Sean Layden and Reggie look like adults and Phil Spencer looks like a small fat child in a suit. Uh, Phil, Sp- <laughs> Phil Spencer, is a, that's a look saying, man, I probably don't deserve to be up here considering how we're doing right now, but thank God I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none, of the, none of their suit jackets are particularly flattering. 
No. Like they can't not, yeah. I think I think Sean Layden probably me. looks the best of the three. <laughs> well, because he's well, he's the one that's actually wearing a suit coat. The other two are just wearing a blazer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even still. Yeah. Reggie, Reggie is also there, you know, repping for his game that was like literally the ads were like, Hey, did you know Smash Brothers comes out like oh, there were so three many hours Smash from Brothers now? Ads. Like, so many Smash Brothers ads. So I thought yeah. it was a pretty good show. Um, I think that he has that Jeff Keeley's finally struck the good balance between the awards, which is the P- P- the reason people think they're tuning in, and the trailers, which is the actual reason that people are tuning in. Yeah. Um. So I think they did a good job with that. I the, like I said the the presentations were were pretty solid. Um, the amount of stuff he was able to keep under wraps before the show uh, was impressive, considering the the fact the internet melted down. Uh, when Joker from Persona 5 was announced for Smash Brothers, which shocked me considering that I didn't realize that that many people played Persona 5, that the internet needs to melt down when that <laughs> happened. Um, and it was pretty cool, man. Like I said, it, it was solid. Um, the presenters were pretty good this year. Uh, Ed, Boone, <laughs> Ed Boone was very funny uh, after they showed the Mortal Kombat trailer. He's like, oh, I think I played the wrong video, guys. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I thought the show was good. It was a little long, though. I, I do think they need it to was keep a that thing at a, tight, at a tight two hours. Yeah. Um, was it? Uh, about no, close to three. It yeah. Was no, three. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. I think it was longer than three. It started at 8.30, right? Well, the pre-show the pre, the pre started at 8.30. Okay. The they need to, they need to fucking bump that shit up. You start that pre-show at 7.30. You start the award show at 8. And we all get to go bed at get to go to bed at a reasonable hour. All right. Yes. Like, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> well, I, unfortunately we're subject to the West coast for this one. Um, but let yeah, me ask you, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, this is a very unique situation for us because normally with award shows, you know, they are, they're institutions, right? Like the Oscars is 90 years old, right? <laughs> and the Grammys are, you know, however, however many years they are, right? We were able to see this thing from its inception to, until now. Do you think that anyone puts any stock in these awards? Like, is this something that people will put on their game as saying that they are proud of? Like, you know, how movies are uh, Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali. Do you think that, um, do you think that, that people here would be like, well, this is game game award winner, you know, God of War or some shit like that. Well, I, I mean, we've already got game of the year editions of games already based on awards handed out by gaming publications. So I don't really see why they wouldn't necessarily move into that direction with game of the year awards handed out by the game awards. I, I do think that we will see that heading that direction. I I, I think that what's slowly happening is that I mean, like other publications are going to do their of the year awards for sure. But I think that Jeff Keighley has done a really good job at making this event like the central focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are a ton of movie awards, but everybody pays attention to the Academy Award. Right. And I, I don't think it's there yet, but I think it will be there now, whether consumers put any stock in that, that's a different story altogether yeah um but i do think that in terms of the industry headed that way i do think that you will see that these awards and they uh, the problem is he needs they need to come up with a clever like shorthand name for the award in order for it to 
you know, like, you know, because you said, oh, this won the Oscar for best picture. Like, that right. sounds way more present. Like, the Game Award winner 2018 for best, you know, game of the year. Yeah, call it like the angel or something. Doesn't it look like a, doesn't it look like an angel? It looks a little like an angel. Yeah. yeah, call it the angel. So, uh, game of the year. Uh, do you want to do uh, uh, nominees or just straight yeah, winners? I just, run, just run through the winners. Run through them. Game of the year, God of War. Uh, I heard that uh, homeboy who did uh, Kratos' voice came out in uh, something. He had was... the outfit of the night, dude. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. This dude was turned up to 17. <laughs> I that shit that. was lit. Best uh, ongoing game is Fortnite. No big surprise there. Oh, wow. I mean, look at what we talked about earlier. Uh, best game direction is God of War. Best narrative is Red Dead Redemption. Um, art direction is Return of Oberdeen. Uh, best music or score is Red Dead Redemption. I was a little upset about those. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh, Octopath had the best soundtrack of the year, and I will 100% throw hands with anyone who wants to disagree with me. Uh, <laughs> Red Dead won a lot of awards. It didn't win the big ones. Nope, it didn't. <laughs> nope, um, it didn't. But people but, were fucking jacking off and yeehawing all night. So. <laughs> best audio design is uh, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, best performance is Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption. Best games for impact, whatever that means, is the uh, less. Uh, games for Impact is it's an award given to a game that had like a strong social message or something like that. Okay. Um, Celeste maybe. dealt a lot with like dealing with mental illness and was really positively received in that fashion. So. Okay. All right. Uh, best independent game was Celeste. Best mobile game is Florence. I've heard that's actually very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you could play it in like 45 minutes. So. Um, yeah, it's a puzzler. Yeah. Best uh, VR AR game is Astrobot Rescue Mission. Best action game, Dead Cells. Best action adventure game, God of War. Best role playing game, Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I haven't, haven't seen these. That that reaction was the proper reaction because yeah. people that made the argument, Monster Hunter World is not a role playing game. Yeah, no. Monster yeah, Hunter World should have been nominated in that category. The other four in that category, which are Dragon Quest Eleven, Nino Kuni Two, Octopath, and Pillars of Eternity Two, are all. Obviously, role-playing games, but they gave it to Monster Hunter, and I'm like, I, I, and I predicted this because I told you this was going to be the award they gave Monster Hunter to show. Look, guys, we don't have recency bias at the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best fighting game, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, Good. But I mean, I mean, look at the look at the competition, right? Why is Street Fighter Five there? Why? Because they needed because a as you can see, there were only two other fighting games besides <laughs> Dragon Ball that came out, so they had to Damn. add the nominees out a little bit. Uh, best family game, Overcooked 2. Best strategy game, Into the Breach. Best sports slash racing game, Forza Horizon, which uh, this is so stupid. Like, break those categories up, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And, and I was talking to Johnny about this. This is bullshit. Of the highest degree, Forza yeah. has won this award three years running, and a racing game has won it the last five years that they've had it at the game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nonsense, man. The thing is, like, there are, there are other like racing is a very niche genre, particularly more like simulation style racing, other than like wacky kart racing. Um, 
I just I've never understood sort of like keeping racing and sports as like this weird. I think it's an anti like EA 2K bias, honestly. And well, people that are voting on it. It's very possible. So. In that case, why not give it to Mario, Mario Tennis Aces? Because yeah. Mario Tennis Aces was not a good game. It was a fun, it had fun gameplay. It was not a good game. You know what? I'm glad Mario Tennis Aces didn't win because that means that Camelot did not win an award for their Mario <laughs> sports games, which means they can go back to making RPGs already. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, best multiplayer game, Fortnite. Best student game, Combat 2018. Uh, best debut indie game, The Messenger. Best esports game, Overwatch. Best esports player, Sonic Fox. Best esports team, Cloud9. Best esports, who cares? Who cares? Esports. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> esports host, what the fuck? Right. Fuck that. Where's, um, where's, where's Yipes? And fucking Ninja won content creator of the year. Yeah. Like, where's Yipes, though? Um, That's offensive. Like, yeah, he's not on It's fucked up. He's not on that. Who the hell is Alex Richardson? Who the fuck is Anders Bloom? Who is the boss? Who's the, yo, pronounce the name of the person that won. I think it was, uh, Scott. Yes. Yeah, if no, we're no. Gonna deport his you. Government, his government name. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a lady. It's a lady. Deport her. Now, Terrence, I, I, I apologize. Her government name. Yo, this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Terrence, I apologize to you. Mike has skipped over this. I I wanted to stop on best mainly player game. Yeah, I think it is actually might be. Um, Mike just kind of skipped by best multiplayer game, which of course won by Fortnite. Are you upset that Sea of Thieves was snubbed for this award? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was CFC's even on this motherfucker? Why? CFC seems to be a game that um was shitty at launch and that they've improved a lot upon. I haven't played it at all, so I, I don't, don't I don't know. But I don't believe any of that. Best multiplayer game Sea of Fucking Thieves. Are yep. you serious? Well, it didn't win, it was nominated. No. <laughs> no. It doesn't even deserve to be in the running for like game. Period. That game sucked. I don't give a fuck how much content they put on there. That it, like no, no, no. Rare has become awful. There you go. So I don't get it. So we will have a link in the show notes uh, if you can, if you want to uh, see all of that esports stuff that I skipped. Who the fuck uh, is Ninja? Uh, a guy. racist and a misogynist who plays Fortnite a lot on Twitch. Yeah, the the presentation of content creator of the year was uh, here's five people who play a lot of Fortnite online. Let which which one of these assholes is most popular? <laughs> this one, cool, <clears throat> the one who doesn't like women. He did play. He did play with Drake though. Oh, is he the one that said, oh, I can't play with women? Because- yeah, he can't play yeah. with women because uh, he doesn't want rumors to be spread about him if he is within the same uh, <laughs> five-foot radius as a female. Oh, shut up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ninja's Mike Pence then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. I think, I, think we, I think we made that comparison at the time of the story, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wouldn't well, surprise me. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we have, we'll have a, uh, a link in the show notes uh, so you can see all that stuff. And you can see all the nominees. Um, now let's and, talk about the good shit. Now let's talk about uh, trailers. So um, I, instead of going through all of these trailers, uh, we will go round robin 
And one person, starting with Brad, then Carrie, then Terrence, then myself, will pick a trailer that they want to talk about. So the the one that surprised me, because I didn't know this was coming, um, and excited me, is the trailer for Hades. This is the new game from Supergiant Games. Of course, Supergiant uh, of Bastion and Transistor and Pyre fame. Uh, this game is in early access. You can play it right now in the Epic Games Store if you wanted to check that out. And uh, it's, it looks cool. It looks like their take on like a roguelike game, which is not a genre that I would have expected to see from them. But I, they, everything they do, they do really well. So I, I have no reason to think that this game is not going to be excellent. Um, I will probably wait till it comes out on console <laughs> because I'm, of course, not a PC gamer. Uh, but, you know, it looks cool. It looks like a game of theirs. Uh, I've heard that it doesn't really teach you anything in the game. Like there's no tutorial. You just kind of get thrust in. And you have to figure it out. And if you die, like I said, you get sent back to the beginning, get to keep some powers, go through. I think there's like 27 levels available right now in the game. Um, so that's that's one that's worth keeping an eye on. Again, if you liked Bastion, if you like Transistor, and you like Supergiant stuff, uh, Hades looks like uh, hopefully going to be another home run. I always did love their art direction, and this is uh, no different. This game looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has Switch written all over it. Oh uh, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> so they've put yeah. their other games on Switch at this point. So oh, they have. Yeah, I know they put. I think both Bastion and Transistor on Switch Not at this Pyre, point. Though. Not Pyre, no, but the other two. Uh, yeah, I agree. This game looks. Uh, this game looks pretty cool, and um, uh, roguelike is perfect for me. Sitting on that goddamn train every fucking day. I this looks very. This game looks cool. Um, this PC first. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It'll be a, it'll be an early act. <clears throat> a couple games that I wouldn't. God damn it! I'm. A, I feel like I'm going to end up getting a switch within the next year. So. It's <laughs> 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 so much shit on there that I'm like, yo, this would like um, to, what the what was the action game of the year? Um, that one. I would probably rather play it on the switch. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I really like that game. It's fucking hard. Um. Uh, I believe um, Hollow Knight is on the Switch. I think yes. it came out on the Switch first a- after the PC version. Yeah. Uh, uh. Good you. you heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah, Terrence is getting the Switch. Uh, I really like the art style of Hades. Um, it's just, it's not my kind of game. Uh, but you know what is my kind of game? Motherfucking Outer Worlds! Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play the shit out of that. Obsidian out here, fucking laying down the shade on Bethesda about Yo. as hard as you possibly can. That shit and was like, funny. Look, I love Bethesda. We all know this. We've been over this in this show. I love trash. But you know what? <laughs> Obsidian is out here with Oh, the original creators of Fallout and the studio behind Fallout New Vegas, a.k.a. the 3D Fallout that unanimously everyone fucking loves, um, out here making basically no man's Fallout New Vegas. Um, <laughs> comma, comma Borderlands 3. Like, that's the vibe that I picked up from that trailer. I never got super into Borderlands, so I have no real point of reference on that. But yeah, it's a single player RPG in space and it's got that like retro futuristic vibe to it. And it sure just looks like fallout, but you're a space. Yeehaw. 
And uh, they've confirmed there's a charisma system where if you're like super fucking dumb and your int score is just real low, like you'll get the dumb person uh, dialogue options in the game and whatnot. And I'm like, cool, sign me up. I'm going to play the shit out of that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is, um, you know, when it first popped on, I was like, oh, another first person shooter. And then the thing uh, and then the personality kicked in and I'm like, oh, shit, this is fucking space fallout. Mm-hmm. Like why haven't why hasn't Bethesda done Space Fallout yet? And um, yeah, I'm, this surprised me, man. I I am. Uh, it seems like it's got a really good sense of humor, and um, it seems like it's the it's the other side of the coin to what Rage Two is. And this is what I like. I like the setting here as opposed to like the post-apocalyptic, you know, Mad Max bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is a little more my speed. I can't wait to play this. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch any trailers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I didn't. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, I did see that one. Well, hold on. What are your thoughts, Brett? Oh, on Outer Worlds? Yeah. Uh, it's the first time I've ever been interested in an Obsidian game. I can tell you that. Right now. <laughs> my, my, only, my only worry is how's it going to play? Because that's the one thing that, that Obsidian always has uh, as a knock on is that they're great at using other people's tech, not so great at making their own. That's fair. That, yeah. that would be my sort of hang up is like, yeah, like some of the best stuff that they've done has been using the engines of other game devs. So we'll see. I want to play the shit out of it, though. Unless unless the early reviews come out and they're like, yo, this sucks, um, I'm, this is probably a day one purchase for me. All right. Oh, awesome. um, Devil May Cry 5. Fuck um, the other game, uh, Mortal Kombat 5, <laughs> oh, oh, because it didn't show any gameplay. Mortal Kombat Devil May Cry 5 did show uh, gameplay. And that game looks fucking bonkers. <laughs> It just does. Uh, I think the the demo was on Xbox One. Yeah, they also I played uh, Devil Trigger live. That's all I cared about was Devil Trigger. I don't know what Devil Trigger is. It's the what song. What song? The song like from the song. trailers. I don't like that song. Oh well, then don't don't bother watching that. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't like that song. If that's the song everyone loves, I don't I don't like it at all. I can't imagine Terrence liking any of the music. Or aesthetic from Devil May Cry, just the way the game plays. The aesthetic? No, I like the aesthetic. I don't like that song. <laughs> like, I don't uh, know why everyone loves that song. Um, Devil Trigger is like one of my top character? five like, workout songs. This just looks. It's it's almost like they took it back to Devil May Cry three. Um, Devil May Cry three, you would play is Dante and I believe Virgil. Um, <clears throat> this has three characters. I don't know who the fuck this dude was with the staff, but his play, his levels look. I don't, I don't know what's going on in those. Uh, he's he's a, a, apparently like controlling familiars or animals, or whatever. Yeah, but I think he that's kind super of cool. slow. Yeah, that's fucking wild. He's just kind of <laughs> walking around and just controlling crows and bats and shit. That looks awesome. Um, of course, Dante with his shenanigans. Uh, look. I don't know. I don't like the the faces of any of the characters, uh, and they because they look more like the uh, DMC characters, which I don't think anyone is really complaining about, which is a little strange to me. But the gameplay is like as long as the gameplay is there, which it looks like it is. It looks like they're using the engine from DM or from um, I guess the new engine that they put for um, RE seven. I, like. I, I, I don't know, but but uh, it it looks good. 
uh, looks like it plays really well, looks fast, which uh, DMC4 was a little slow to me. Um, I can't wait. Bloody it Palace just fucking, is Yeah, Bloody Palace is going to be out in a month, which is weird because the Bloody Palace was, it's just a hundred levels. Why is it so, why is it coming out a month later? I don't get it. But either way, um, I can't wait for this game. The only thing that I aesthetically that this game does that I think is weird, there's one character in this game that just does not look right and doesn't sound right. And it's the one that's hanging out with Cody Rhodes. It's, it's <laughs> the, the, the dark-haired woman with the glasses. First of all, she's got a really creepy, like, like uncanny valley smile face. Oh, right? the one that does it. That, oh, the that, mechanic? Yeah. Yeah. And the weapon for Yeah, she's and she got like a sub. Yeah. Her voice. Oh my God. Speaking she's a a yeehaw. That's what she is. Yeah, she is. I god damn. I I can't I can't even mock it. I can't my 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 imitation can't get that bad. (laughs) It just uh, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. At first, uh, and the Trish first looks like a whore. Like these, these faces, these realistic faces are kind of throwing me off a little bit. And the and the sinking is terrible. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's because they're doing the Japanese mouthing, mouthing, but and, um, the English uh, dub, but it doesn't fit. Mm. But it does look like fun. It's already pre-ordered uh, yeah. on my system. And, Again, uh, they had it. They had the, they had the demo for Xbox. I didn't even bother. Yeah, no, not gonna bother. Not gonna bother with that. Uh, Brad, but do you have any comments on uh, Devil May Cry? No, you can you can get to talking about what I know you want to talk about. Dragon Age is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and, it didn't uh, show anything. I just looked at the trailer. They oh, didn't, didn't they, Terrence? They I don't. Know. Well, I don't play Dragon Age, so I don't know what the fuck. Happening. Yo, I this tried. motherfucking Eggman is back, <laughs> and I'm gonna beat the shit yo, out of him. I'm gonna kick the shit out of Solar. Shit. I'm gonna kick <laughs> him, the Fuck shit him out of him. Fuck him forever. I need to replay that. Uh, I need to replay Dragon Age Inquisition, and I'll have plenty of time to do it because this game ain't coming out for another couple years. Now, this is gonna be 2020 yeah, at the earliest. At the earliest. But um, no, I I cannot wait to fucking stab Solus a billion times until he fucking dies by my wow. hand. I fucking <laughs> hate that egg looking motherfucker. You that traitor. I'm gonna fucking kill him. You romance the Inquisition, didn't you? No, 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 no. I, I don't play elves. No, I play Kunari because I'm a butch bitch like that. <laughs> 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 Listen, I I, I had assumed you'd romance him because I can't I can only imagine that. No, I, I played through I played through Inquisition twice. Uh, my the first time I had a human female and I romanced Cullen because he's a Disney prince with a heroin problem and I love him. And <laughs> and the second time I romanced Bull because he's large and horny and <laughs> deep in my soul I know that that's what I needed. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I I didn't uh I didn't romance uh Solus, but I did have him in my party uh um and, uh, enough 
that uh, I created a bond with him. I'm like, oh, this guy's really smart, and he's like the, and he kind of looks like Charles Xavier, you know? What I mean? <laughs> like, like, all right. And then it turns out, like, oh no, he's just a fucking. He's now is is Solus the reincarnation? Of no, the Solus is the Dreadwolf. Dreadwolf. Yo, fuck you, yo. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, yo. Don't betray me, yo. Like, that's the <laughs> fucking issue, man. Like, I, 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 nah, man. Nah, I don't appreciate that shit. I don't appreciate that shit. And while I appreciate, part of me appreciates this trailer, like, hey, it's coming out and it's going to continue the, the story of, you know, what happened in, in, in uh, Inquisition. Like, I don't appreciate the fact that I got to wait at least two years. My son's going to be two before I get a chance to even sniff the tank. So, uh, you know, I, I just, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. No, I, I might, I might have to play Inquisition again and oh, I can't wait to do it again and to just fucking just tell Solus to fuck off at yeah. every single I'm opportunity. Gonna sh- I'm going to shun that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck off. Gonna- I mean, let's let's keep it in the A. I was so happy to get a story trailer uh, for Anthem. Finally, that's the one thing we'd kind of been missing yeah. this entire time was kind of an insight into the plot. Um, and I can also tell you personally, the gameplay in Anthem quite fun. Ah, excellent. So excellent. it was uh, it was it was a, I I I did get to play the the alpha this past weekend, and it was much more. Uh, fluid and much more uh, fast-paced than I than the than the gameplay trailers make it look. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Um, regarding the story, so the anthem is the traveler, right? Basically, yeah. Well, the, he's it's like the anti-traveler. Like it's it's the traveler that made everything, but can also destroy everything. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still I'm not like super excited for anthem, but I am looking forward to it. Um, and now that, uh, you have had firsthand experience and, and you, you like the way it plays, I'm a little more confident in it. Um, is there another trailer you would like to talk about, Carrie? Uh, yeah. Um, clearly I want to talk about the last campfire. Um, no, (laughs) no, I want to talk about the side. Look, look, last campfire, which is, uh, coming from hello games, um, AKA the no man's sky people that looks delightful and i am looking forward to playing it, it was but two people apparently yeah no that shit looks cute as fuck i want to play the shit out of that but you know what i really want to talk about is the fucking smash brothers dlc announcement of motherfucking joker from persona 5 coming as the first character pack to super smash brothers ultimate which means not only will we get to play as joker but that means we will have a persona 5 themed stage and a ton of persona 5 music added to the game sign me up thank you yeah i forgot i totally forgot that uh, each character gets stage and uh music and um and Yo, Persona music, 5 soundtrack is the music in lit. Persona 5 is fucking banging, man. Like it's got this like acid jazzy thing to it. I, I fucking love it. Like I'll just put that shit on in the car. Mm-hmm. And you'll get and you'll get a remix version as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm very uh I'm very excited for that. I'm way more excited for that than I thought I would be. Again, Smash Brothers just hitting me in the feels, man. Yeah. Terrence, you gotta get it. Yeah. What? Get that get that switch, get that Smash Brothers. I've never played Smash Brothers. You might like it. It's fun. No, he won't. Is like it? 
It's it is you, as long as you don't have to play it like with the, the homicidal competitiveness that you do every other fighting game. Uh, well, he won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like losing, yo. I don't give a fuck what fighting game it is. I don't like to lose. Yeah. But yeah, um, I really hope that the uh, Persona 5 announcement for uh, Smash is indicative of maybe a Persona 5 port for Smidge. For Smidge. For Smidge. Smidge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, if like, they weren't if they weren't planning on doing it before, I think the reaction that they got when they made that announcement probably yeah encouraged Look, them to I've, do it now. I played Persona Five. I knew Game Plus Persona Five. I have cosplayed from Persona Five. I have the Persona Five dancing game. It is unopened because I have too many other fucking games to play right now. Wait, but, wait, 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 wait. You have a Persona Five dancing game? Yes, they have made dancing games for Persona Three, Four, and Five, and the Three and Five games came out last week. Two weeks ago uh for persona 4 and um or for playstation 4 and the persona 4 game came out like three or four years ago or some shit like that but i mean terrence they made a fighting game for persona 4 yeah, I, yeah i've seen arena that. That, actually, that game is actually pretty dope <laughs> to be honest with you so i played it yeah uh i fucking love persona 5 and i will absolutely play persona 5 again if they put it on switch so uh, I'm really looking forward to actually seeing gameplay of how Joker plays because the reveal trailer was literally just like an anime style cinematic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, super fucking hype for that. Terrence, is there another trailer you would like to talk about? Uh, I mean, we could talk about Mortal Kombat 11, but it was just uh, against a cinematic trailer. Um, I wonder how many characters are going to be in the game. They should a just lot. have all of them. Probably. There were two versions of Scorpion in this trailer. Um, and it seems and, like there'll um, be multiple versions of Raiden as well, because that was not like normal, like, you know, like dark Raiden. Well, at the end of uh, Mortal Kombat. Can we talk about 21 Savage in there for... You don't, you don't <laughs> even know who that is. Apparently, he, apparently he's a Mortal Kombat fan. Like, that's an original song for that trailer. Wow. Like, I don't really <laughs> like him as an artist, but that for some reason for me, that kind of fit that, that, that trailer. I don't know why it didn't, but it did. Yeah, like I was, I don't, I don't really know who that is, but I was, I was digging the song. I mean, we've seen recently, like a lot of contemporary artists, um, who are big nerds, like getting to write music for the games that they like, like fucking Skrillex, uh, is working on music for kingdom hearts three, like good for him. You know why I work? Because Mortal Kombat has always been, the Saturday afternoon chop sake <laughs> style fucking fighting game. Like it mm-hmm. is, yo. Yeah. It is. It's a fighting game about East Asian culture made by white guys. So it's eight ninjas in it from the get-go. Right. Right. Yeah, and then, they're all the different got, colors. <laughs> right. Like, like, and it's but it's always been that. And black people love that shit, man. Like, I, I used to watch this shit all the time. Like, I don't know what it is. Like DMX was in a movie with Jet Lee because black people love that shit. Black yeah. people love watching Asian people kick each other in the face. Like, I don't know, man, but so Mortal Kombat 11 is okay. It's going to have weapons, right? Like, yeah, yeah they're coming back. Yeah. It's going to have weapons and it's going to, I think the two different scorpions are going to illustrate the fact that the game is going to have, is going to be like injustice with customizable customizable gear 
because they kind of yeah. experimented with it with Sub Zero was in it. <clears throat> yeah, in Injustice. So I think that's what the two different scorpions means. But it was a chick by like a, a, a an hourglass. So a lot of people were saying that it's going to be time travel, time travel. And shit yeah. like that. Uh, I don't. I've never been good at Mortal Kombat or really any two D fighting game, but. Uh, I've always enjoyed Mortal Kombat just for sort of what it is. I feel like Mortal Kombat is just like quintessentially like mid 90s, just like gory for the sake of being gory and shocking for the sake of being shocking sort of stuff that I really enjoy. Um, But like, I'm really looking forward to seeing what like guest characters they announce, because if, if that's like one thing that I feel like the past couple Mortal Kombat games have done really well is like get those like unexpected guest characters on their roster. Why have they never made a horror fighting game? Right? God, how Other fun would that be? And they failed miserably. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like, like eight of these guest characters are from horror franchises. Like, mm-hmm. let's just let's just make them. Yeah, all. Freddy Krueger was in Mortal Kombat Nine. <laughs> he was yeah. really fucking good too. <laughs> yeah, he was one of my bros. He was the Jackie Earl Haley Freddy Krueger, which yeah, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah. But the lion-looking Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I, I like that too. Like Listen, instead I, of having eight different ninjas, you would just have all different versions of Jason. Like, yeah, Jason, Jason X, fucking uh, Jason's mom. Why not? I'm not going to buy this because I've learned my lesson with Nether Realm games. Like, I, I'm perfectly happy just you know maybe renting them, playing them a couple times, but I don't need to own them. Um, but I, I like Ed Boon a lot. Ed Boon's really funny. He tweeted yeah. out the other day. He's like, he looks at the end of the trailer and says, RP, his rating pen. <laughs> the guy's rating pen. He's like, we might finally get that E rating we've been done. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, at least that, but I, I know enough, I know enough about myself to know that I don't need to own another nether realm, uh, fighting game. Cause they're just not my style. Um, the uh, I guess maybe the one other trailer I'll talk about uh, for the sake of time is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order uh, exclusively for Switch. And um, look, it'll just be fun to play this type of game again. Um, it's got like a, uh, you know, obviously it's a new, there's a new art style, but like there's a diff, like the, the camera angle is is, you know, down low and and at first, when the first when the trailer first started, I'm like, oh, okay, is this only like MCU heroes? But then we we find out that um, you know the X Men are in it, and and uh, a few other and the, the Guardians are in it, the Kingpins in it, like so they're they're legit like using the Marvel canon uh, for this, and um, it looks cool, man. It looks cool and it looks it looks it looks fun, which uh that's all I really need. So very cool. Yeah, I was a little pissed off when he was like it's only gonna be on Switch. Yeah, you get one anyway. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the point. Another perfect game for a type of yeah. game for the Switch. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. The only other thing I was sort of excited by was uh Crash Team Racing being confirmed. I don't. Understand. I really liked Crash Team Racing. Uh, Why? I don't understand because like, I did. Like Mario Kart's like the be all, the be all end all. Oh, Mario Kart is the be all end all, but like Crash Team Racing is also just fucking dumb fun. So, 
Like I never cared for Diddy Kong racing either. Like never. Did. Oh, I played the shit out of some Diddy Kong <laughs> racing when I was like eight. So hmm. I would love a remake of that, but it's too bad that Rare is owned by Microsoft, so we'll never get one. <laughs> we shall see. But that was a, that was a small sampling of the trailers that were available. If you uh, click in the show notes, you can find the rest of them. Um, if for some reason you missed the game awards, that'll be uh, that'll be in there for you. No post office today because we knew we were going to run a little long with all the news that we had. So that is actually it uh, for this episode. Don't forget to join our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, make sure you leave a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them. Uh, YouTube.com slash densepixels. Uh, follow us all on Twitch as well. Uh, densepixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. And Carrie is Suffolk's Carrie. And uh, yeah, that is it for this jam-packed news and uh, reaction episode. So thank you guys very much for watching slash listening. We'll see you the next time. Thanks. Take it easy.